and we're back with Rob Kramer, designer of TurboDrift. Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Skeleket. That is to say, to wit, namely. And Rob, I think this is perhaps the hardest word yet in its in its vague definition. I had to read the definition, I had to read usage, and then I had to come to you to explain it to me because it doesn't make any sense and how on earth am I supposed to design a game off of it? And I had to go to two other dictionaries just to figure out <laughs> if any of them expanded into it in a deeper sense. And a lot of it yeah. just talks about how it's like it's one of those legal terms like like henceforth and notwithstanding and things like that where you just see it written i haven't seen this one written but you see them written and if you ask somebody what it means they probably have i they might have an idea but you know it's how do you build a game around that that's my question to you oh good question well the explanation of ambiguity definition helped me out a lot more than the than that is to say to wit or namely um (laughs) And so I, I imagined that the phrase that you're trying to get across um, is kind of unfocused, like uh, a person without glasses, okay. uh, seeing everything unfocused, and then something else comes in to focus it. Um, and so you have kind of a gradation where it becomes clearer over time. And there's a point where you can decide that you know what it is or you don't need to explain it anymore. And so I figured that was kind of like the fog of war. Uh, I played a lot of Age of Empires and Age Mm -hmm. of Mythology. Those were my big RTS games um, where you have to explore. And then there's a point where you don't explore anymore. There's still unknown territory around the map. But if you spend all your time exploring, you're not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. Um, and so I thought about not knowing how dangerous something was before encountering it. And so it seems like a lot of, lot of times in games when monsters come up, you know everything about that monster right up. You know its health, you know its attacks, you know its special abilities, you know where it's going to go. There's nothing hidden about the monster that you are currently encountering because you are face-to-face with it and you know everything about it. Um, yeah, but absolutely. I wanted, I wanted to think about like scouting a place or scouting your enemies, just trying to figure out what is going on and figuring out just enough to feel confident to take them on. And so welcome. The dungeon kind of does, does this where, you know, kind of what is in the dungeon that you're going to face. So you know what equipment that you don't need or you do need, but it's, it pushes you to a path, to a point of inaction where you pass, 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 and the person who did not pass goes in. Where I want the tipping point to be uh, someone choosing to go in, to rush in without knowing everything. Yeah, that's neat. Um, and so uh, the, the game that I'm actually working on right now um, is kind of like that. It's 18 cards. Surprise, surprise. Whoa. Um, and it's, it, I, I'm imagining it as kind of Burgle Brothers, uh, Ocean's Eleven, 
shrunk down to uh, people for in kind of two phases. So first you're scouting out the location, and then second you are you are trying to crack the safes and get out. And so all the cards are um, double sided, and uh, everyone is holding their the cards in their hand at the beginning of the game, but they can only see their own side. Uh, so it's like Kanabi, where you can see yep. everyone else's cards except your own. And so you play cards down to kind of see into the place that you're going to go into. And so you know what is on a lot of these spaces, but not everything. And then as you, uh, the second phase of the game is where the players are actually inside of the, the place. And they're shifting cards around uh, all while avoiding eyesight of guards. And if guards see you, you need to... Um, if guards are in your eyesight, you need to be able to flip a card that is next to you and be able to rightfully claim what color is on the other side. Oh, neat. And so, so you need to understand your surroundings a lot more than if you were just running around a perfectly blueprinted... Um, printout of the place that you were hijacking. So you aren't the top tier criminals because you only had a short time to kind of scout the place out, but you know enough about it to kind of get in there and figure out how to solve it. Yeah. So that's, that's what I had for. How do you even pronounce Uh, it again? Skill a set, which, which was the other thing that kind of guided me on where I went with this. And I tend to not, you know, come up with anything on these weekend episodes, but when you asked me <laughs> what was up with this <laughs> word, I, I thought about it a little bit, and there were two things. And my first thing I thought was um, a game that happens in, in, or like turns or rounds or something that happens in two phases where you put down a card that is, it's basically you're building a, a two-card tableau and or mm-hmm. cards or tiles or whatever it is, but they're basically saying your intentions for the round and the actions you're going to take and things like that. And, and you put down the first yeah. one, and that gives you the beginning portion, and then when you put down the second one, it gives you the ending portion. So you're nice. getting a little okay. bit of information from the beginning that you can kind of base things on, um, but then the second one is to... to to complete that, you know, thought essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. And it's just part of a part of a game, a little tiny part. But I thought skill set sounds like skill set, and I was okay. just thinking of it as your, you know, your skill set uh, is what mm-hmm. is what you're you're kind of putting down. Is it's just you know your range of skills, and you know you're going to use them, or I don't know. That's just that two part thing, but with with the timing of it all. You know, going around the table, and then maybe we reverse backwards, and we start to take our actions. And in between there, we get to kind of plan a little bit what we're going to do based off what we saw and things like that. Man, that's neat. Um, Gloomhaven has oh, I haven't played yet. I haven't played it yet. That has where you pick two cards, and you pick the top of one card and the bottom of another, and so it creates these really interesting combinations, and that makes a lot that makes a lot of sense with yours. So a card has a certain power when it's at the very beginning, and then it has a certain power when it's at the very end. Yeah. And that's, so that's cool. that's neat. I like that. I have to play Gloomhaven. It's sitting here staring at me, and it's bigger than me. My cousin got so it, and it is, I had to explain to my wife that it was 21 pounds, <laughs> and it was not something that's going to go in my collection anytime uh, soon. 
No. But man, let me know how that goes. <laughs> I was talking on Twitter about someone designing Gloomhaven for the for a wallet, essentially, like you know, just taking the essence of Gloomhaven and and putting it in a wallet. And uh, Paul, there's Peter- your start. Yeah, Paul Peterson, um, designer of Smash Up, replied, and we went back and forth a lot about it. How he was talking about, which I didn't know the the card mechanic at the time until mm-hmm. you just mentioned it. But he was talking about how you know how he could boil down just that card mechanic and do just a couple cards and and mm-hmm. really getting the essence of the game into 18 cards. And I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Smash Up and Paul, and just having that conversation was a lot of fun. So, Yeah, yeah. I met I met Paul at, uh, at uh, Ever ever at Tabletop Expo. Oh, really? Um, I went there, yeah, I went there as a finalist for the Lucy Awards, which was a game design contest. I went there with... Uh, um, Pizza Pronto, a game I have since given up on because you made hot dogs, and uh, uh, and and it's, it's already out of print. So so there you, go, go. you can get back into it. <laughs> yeah, and he was he was one of the judges there, and oh, he great. was great. So that's I I would buy a Gloomhaven wallet <laughs> game from Paul Peterson in a second. I met Paul in line for ice cream at Origins. Just like <laughs> I did the uh, Maximum Throwdown, which has. Uh, characters from Smash Up in it, <laughs> so <laughs> and then we chatted for a little bit, which is really cool. And it was Jenny's ice cream, which is the best. Mm, so good. So we have an announcement to make, and yes. uh, we teased it yesterday. And if nobody knows, I guess I should just get into it. Um, once a week on Wednesdays, Rob is going to be joining the show as a yes what do we call it a a co-designer regular regular (laughs) contributor i don't know yeah i guess co-designer yeah you are you know once a week uh there and i assume we'll both come up with stuff and compare and contrast Mm -hmm. and share and we haven't recorded any of it yet this is just the 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 big announcement but i hope you like it because rob is here to stay uh first two-time guest and now it'll be a weekly guest, which is great. I'm excited. I am super excited. Bouncing off another person is much better than writing in a vacuum, that's for sure, <laughs> for me. No, it is. I don't know if you have a lot of designers around you or anything like that. We have a good amount around here in South Jersey, Philly, and even like the D.C. and New York, which is close enough. But mm-hmm. I just we can't meet up enough. You know? Yeah, um, Yeah. same here. Yeah, we got we got a bunch of people, but they're all up in Salt Lake, which is a, ugh, a forty-five minute drive. <laughs> Come on, yeah. So, well, we're is, a we're this a will immediate phone well. call or Skype call. Yeah, awesome. So I'm excited for that, and I hope you guys are too. And we're gonna do some other things where we had an episode where I put the topic out in the morning, and people wrote down their ideas, and I kind of read them off on the show do that from time to time gonna have people on on the weekend and you don't have to listen to me all the time which is not the goal but it'll be <laughs> the result <laughs> so uh Rob, looking forward to it awesome so am i tell everybody where they can find you for the last time before they find you here well on twitter i talk a lot and it is the only place i tweet <laughs> um it is uh i tweet at rob the kramer that's c-r-a-m-e-r um, and I like to talk about board games. I post pictures, threads about game design, my game design journals, so you can feel good about your game designs because you're at least they're not Rob's. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. 
And what do you do? Like, a, is it like a game of the week at, at your job, or? Yeah. So, so every week at my job, we uh, I bring in a new game. Um, we play it five days. Um, really. And we yeah, and so we we really just dive deep into these games and just kind of figure out how they. I guess not deep. Five shouldn't be considered deep into a game, but uh, in 2018, uh, that is a deep dive. That's a good point. Yeah, and, and it's in it's five plays in five days. So I would I would say that 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 gives you a lot more room to analyze. So um, yeah, we've played almost ninety games at work, ninety different games. Um, so yeah, looking forward to break that one hundred. That's pretty cool. Those I'm I'm always a big fan of those tweets. Just the focus you give the game and everything. So I'd suggest following it. The Notebook is great. It's right up my alley and. Um. Yeah, you're. It's it's good to follow. You're. You got some good stuff. Thank you. Cool. All right, we're off. Uh, next week, I guess Rob's first week is going to be. Uh, it depends when you're listening to this, but it's probably going to be two weeks from now with the way that things work out, uh, or two Wednesdays from now. So we keep an ear out. All right. See you around. See ya.